Hello, everyone. This is episode 145 of Church of Maine. This is Dennis Sanders, your host. I promised you a second uh, solo episode, and this is it. Uh, This episode is me talking a little bit about the frustrations of uh, being a small church pastor. Um, And I hope that this is more than just me complaining. And it is not just me complaining, but um, that I hope it can be of help for other pastors of small churches. But even pastors of any church, especially post-COVID, because I think there are a lot of us that deal with a lot of frustration. Um, you know, the whole clergy burnout thing is real. So um, do uh, hope that you listen to it. Sorry if some of it sounds a little bit odd, just because, of course, it's a video being transformed into audio, so it comes off a little bit weird. At the end, it's going to talk a little bit about uh, subscribing, and you can um, subscribe to the uh, video um, on the uh, Church in Maine YouTube um, I'd also would suggest uh, subscribing if you haven't uh, on your favorite podcast app um, and leaving a review if you can at some point. So um, again, I hope that this episode is, a, is of help to someone who is a small church pastor um, that, you know, there are going to be those days of frustration, but there is always hope. I think that we serve a God of hope. And um, that is what makes it easier to be faithful. So next week will be uh, some new uh, actual interviews. I actually did one this week. I'm hoping to do some of you next week. Um, So you should be seeing a new episode, uh, uh, interview episode coming up either uh, Monday or Tuesday. Um, So uh, that's all for now. And um, take care. Uh, Godspeed, and uh, enjoy this episode of uh, At the Intersection, uh, my video series. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of At the Intersection. It's been a long and weird day. I will be talking about small churches today, but probably not in the way that I expected. So, let's get at it. Hey, this is Dennis Sanders. I am the pastor of First Christian Church of St. Paul, located in uh, Roseville, Minnesota, and welcome to At the Intersection. I try to do these videos that are um, kind of a video about uh, church and uh, culture. And so here's the video for this week. Okay, so I was not expecting to make this video here. Now I'm actually making this at nine in the evening. Um, Kind of after a weird day, um, so I also do a podcast and had an interview with someone and for some reason either on, on that person's end or my end something kept happening that we kept dropping the connection and um, you know tried to start the interview about three times and uh, now I have to reschedule 
And I was really looking forward to getting that up there because um, I haven't uh, had a new podcast in a few weeks. And it's going to have to wait. And then I was actually doing this video. And um, and probably midway in, someone, is, I usually try to close the doors when I'm taping in the room. And, um, of course, it's, it's a public room, and it's not in my building. It's where we share space. Um, and someone kind of walked in and didn't really realize that there was a taping going on. And so I had to start over and probably midway through this, um, then the SD card got full. So by that point it was five o'clock and I was kind of tired, but it was kind of a frustration thing and a frustration, strangely, that is kind of, um, has seen itself over and over in the last few days. Um, frustration as a pastor at times. Um, seen a lot of people, fellow pastors of mine, that are um, receiving the members of their congregation, baptizing. Um, and so you kind of wonder, am I doing something wrong? Because I haven't seen any baptisms. We've got people coming and people are part of our community. But just kind of wonder and kind of think about how uh, things can be hard for small churches and why the church is so small. And um, kind of thinking a little bit about small churches. And I remember actually a few years ago, it was about a year and a half ago, the regional minister, which for those of you who aren't uh, disciples of Christ, is probably the equivalent of a um, bishop. Um, don't let any other disciple of Christ hear that. But um, he came and he was worshiping with us. And we talked and we had a, a meeting and um, after worship. And I kind of talked about who we are as a congregation, but kind of also said something to the effect of that, you know, we're a small congregation and feeling a little embarrassed, maybe a little sad because we have always been, as long as I've served, they're a very small congregation and um, COVID made it even smaller. What was interesting was how he responded to that. And um, he talked about the fact of his first, some of his, one of his first calls out East somewhere and it was with a small community that was probably somewhere under 20 people, not very large at all, um, tiny. And um, yet he was amazed by their faithfulness. They were very much involved in the community, um, helping those that were in need. And what stuck it in me was that the this community, regardless of their size, that didn't preclude them from being faithful to God. And I think that sometimes in our culture, we tend to really valorize being. Um, in fact, we're really suspicious, small, and big is what shows that you're successful. And small is showing that you're not so successful. And um, I have to remind myself at times that 
just because something is big doesn't mean it's successful. But that's hard because in our culture, especially here in America, we're we're a big country and we're used to being and thinking that things that are big are things that are important and good. And that's not always the case. I remember about two years ago, I was um, listening to the podcast, uh, The Rise and Fall of, of Mars Hill, um, that was put out by Christianity Today. They did a wonderful job. If you have not listened to that uh, podcast, you should. It tells the story of Mars Hill Church in Seattle um, and um, the, the congregation's leader, Mark Driscoll. Um, this was a church that basically grew to several campuses throughout Seattle and throughout the Pacific Northwest. On the outside, it looked like it was incredibly successful. People were coming, uh, lives were being supposedly being changed, uh, the church was growing, but on the inside, things were not so well. Um, and the problem lied with uh, Driscoll's leadership, which could be sometimes very abusive, not physically abusive, not, not sexually abusive, but emotionally abusive, spiritually abusive. It hurt a lot of people. Um, and it, by the end of the podcast, you're just kind of surprised how much this church did make a difference in people's lives and in, in that it wrecked people's lives. Sometimes what seems to be really successful is not always being faithful to God. And I think a lot about small churches, especially because there are lots of small churches out there. There are probably lots of small churches like mine where there aren't a lot of people being baptized. And there are probably pastors that wonder, what am I doing wrong? Maybe I'm not being as faithful enough. It's easy for middle judicatories and other pastors to look at these churches and to say that these churches are small, so therefore they're, they're not really producing anything, so they should be closed. And I don't think that that's right, because I think that there is a lot to be gained from these small churches. I think that God is doing work in these small churches. I think God is doing work in my small church. Even at times when I'm frustrated that things don't work out the way I would like them to. It's interesting that Jesus began basically his ministry and, and ultimately the church with 12 apostles who probably were not the most qualified people. Um, and yet they were able to turn the world upside down. I keep thinking a lot about my church and what difference is it making in the world? And then I remember that there are people who have found a home at this church, and there are people who I think feel and see this church that is being dedicated and faithful to God. And maybe that's the important thing right now, is for us to be faithful, to continue as we are, that we try to gather weekly for worship, to um, hear the word preached, to have the 
sacraments administered of of that of communion to be reminded of God's love to to have Bible study to learn what it means to be a disciple um, and to be engaged in um, acts of charity and justice. None of that is flashy, and I still would love to, you know, try to baptize someone, but um, I think I'm learning that maybe that will be, God will make that happen when it happens. But in the meantime, as a church, I think that we're called to be faithful, not to be successful, but to be faithful. I think that that's the call for a lot of small churches. And I wish that a lot of religious bodies would see that in churches. But to call them to be faithful, to call them to be places where um, people can grow in their faith um, and can learn about Jesus. And yeah, to hopefully see more baptisms, to see people joining churches. But that I hope that religious bodies, especially denominations, can find ways of helping these small churches to be to be sustainable and to make a difference. Carl Vatters is a, a small church specialist. He is an evangelical. I've read him a lot. I think he's kind of important to hear. Um, and I think one of the things that he says about small churches is that when it comes to churches right now, we tend to think that either churches have to grow or they have to close. As we see with Mark Driscoll, growing doesn't mean that it's always following God. And closing, I don't always think, is, is the right option either. Sometimes it is, but not all the time. And can we find ways of making healthy small churches? Because I think that we need those. We need a lot of healthy small churches. As Vatter says, smallness isn't a problem to be fixed. Small is small. That's all it is. And the thing is, with God, I've noticed throughout the world, throughout history, there is, God tends to use the small things of the world to show God's work in the world. That seems to be God's MO. So maybe that is something that we need to remember. So I think as I uh, conclude this and end this not great day, I think the message that I have to share with um, church, small churches out there is that you aren't alone. Remember to be faithful not to think that you have to be successful. What matters isn't, is not as much how many people are at worship or how many butts are in the seats, but how faithful is your church to the community around it in service and how faithful is it to God in its, its everything. What matters, I think, for a church is not how many people there are, how many services, or how many pastors there are. It's about 
Are you giving praise to God? Are you feeding people? Are you caring for others? Are you caring for each other? Are you spending time in prayer? Are you spending time in the sacraments? It's about being faithful. Everything else will take care of its own. But that is my message for small churches, speaking as a small church pastor. So take care, everyone. Sorry for the rambling message this week, but take care. Godspeed. And I will see you soon. So thanks everyone for listening. Um, if you're interested in wanting to get the, uh, these videos, which I try to do once a week, um, hit the subscribe button and, um, feel free to leave a message. Tell me what you think. What do you think? Are you a pastor in a small church? I'd love to hear from you. And, Maybe we can kind of talk together about how we can both be faithful. So, all right, that's it for this week. See you later. Bye.